Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, everyone, beautiful souls. This is Miranda Mitchell, the host of the Provoking Prosperity podcast. Today, I'm coming on here, going deeper into the layers of conditioning, deconditioning, and the aspects of human design, astrology, and the gene keys, as well as self-realization practices like yoga, meditation, pranayama, Practices where we choose to find space and time to be by ourselves and love ourselves and be in our own energy rather than looking for external validation or external guidance in our intuitive awareness of who we truly are. I only say yes and, and this is one of my clients and my friends and family's favorite things to hear me say. I have been responded to with this, with laughter, with appreciation, with excitement. I believe this is because we have been taught that it is either yes or no, has to be one or the other, But I have found that with the yes and approach, it is a yes if only you want it to be a yes, meaning if you're following your strategy. If it is a no according to your strategy and authority in human design, it is a no and. The yes and is when you're following the strategy of yes in the authority and the strategy of your type. But it is also opening up to the possibilities of what could be. When I say that it is the possibilities of what could be, I have been doing a lot of readings lately on a deep level, more of an in-depth, deep dive type of reading where I spend some time going deeper into the energies of the channels or the centers or what beliefs and conditioning that you have in the centers or the gates and what it means in the astrological parts and what house it is in and how that is affecting the individual, as well as coaching and asking these deep questions of self-realization of these beliefs and where they came from and the layers upon layers of the individual belief and how we 
create our entire lives around this belief. So this belief has created our entire life, which I have talked about before. As you, if you'd listen to the podcast, you know I'm talking a lot about repetition. I talk a lot about going back. It is not just the forward motion. The forward motion is important for movement, but you can't keep going forward without reflecting on what you are learning and what you're digesting and letting your body catch up to what you're doing, meaning your nervous system. We cannot keep going forward without pausing, without stepping back and feeling and reflecting and healing and letting ourselves be in the emotions that show up. It is not about suppressing the emotions. It is not pretending the emotions are not coming up. It is not realizing the emotions are coming up, but then not letting yourself feel them or digest them. It is always two steps forward, one step back. It is always yes and to possibilities or no and to possibilities. There is always that and when you open yourself up to possibilities because our mind is conditioned to logically keep us safe But what that does is it keeps us safe and secure only in the experiences that we have already experienced or what we have read about. It has a stay in this box of what we know, but it doesn't let us open up to the possibility of what could be which keeps us stuck, which keeps us safe in this little box of what we've created, of what we've experienced, of what we've created through our experiences and the beliefs that we have about these experiences and keeping ourselves safe because of the traumas or any and all things. It keeps us in what we've already known. But when we keep ourselves in what we've already known, we are not going to grow and evolve. We are conditioned to live a life in a linear way, a linear path. And any time that there's struggle or any time that there's resistance or any time that there's chaos, we are conditioned to believe that this is a not good aspect. This means something is going wrong. What if this is this? is a yes and. It is. It is a yes and. Yes, there is chaos. There is movement. There's uncertainty. And if you open up to that uncertainty, you open up to the potential of learning something new, experiencing something new, letting yourself be in the messy in something new. Because when there is mess, there is shifting, there is change. The messy is uncomfortable. We are conditioned to believe, to stay away from the messy. We don't like that feeling. We don't want to feel that feeling. So anytime the messy or anytime the pain or anytime the emotions that show up that flood us, we want to push it away because we're scared, because we're uncertain. 
what's going to happen. But what if you let that messy in and let yourself become angry? Let yourself scream. Let yourself cry. Let yourself write. Let yourself journal. Let yourself express. Let yourself talk to someone. Let yourself be alone in the moment, hysterically crying, sobbing. Let yourself sleep. And then you move through it with love and compassion for yourself. So then you emerge on the other side to something new rather than pushing it away and staying safe. I have been talking a lot about staying safe in this podcast because that was something I had believed that I wanted, that I needed in my life. And for a certain point of my life, I needed that. I, that was my goal because I wasn't there. I never had it. And then I attained this type of safety and comfortableness. And it kept me stuck because it was comfortable and I wasn't growing the way that I could. Yes, I always learned. I always grew. I always studied, but I didn't let myself get into the messy as often because I felt like I needed to stay safe. So now I know I can be safe in the chaos. I am safe in the chaos because I am safe within myself. I love myself. I love my messiness. I love my emotions. I love my feelings. I love my inadequacies. I love the way that I love. I love the way that I be. I love the way that I see the beauty in every single person. I love every aspect of myself, which is, I'm going to put labels on it, the good and the not good. However, I don't believe in labels. But for this instance, I have to use the label so maybe you can understand. It is loving in all aspects. I love myself when I am a mess crying and emotional and feel lonely in this life. And I love when I'm out and about and I feel connected and I love every person. I love both aspects and I embrace them. This journey for me and with the clients that I've been working with at a deep level I have fully stepped into the messiness and have fully stepped into the uncertainty of life and not knowing and the fear that comes up, but the sharing and the connection that we have together is so much more powerful and real. I have been talking about working with creatives because I have this deep connection with the creative process, which until recently, I had lost that connection. It, I'm going to get emotional. It, it was because I was so closed off from feeling. I was so closed off because I didn't want any of that feeling stuff to stop me. I have a mission. I have a goal. I want to live life. I want purposeful life. I have gate 28 in my Mercury. This is all about purpose, all about challenge, all about struggle, what I'm here to communicate about. I had this expectation of what that looked like and nothing was going to stop me and feelings and emotions and all of that stuff, like that hindered me. However, 
I was so cold. I was so cold and so closed off that I didn't let myself fully feel. If something occurred for me that hurt me, I have a lot of line fours in my human design chart. In this aspect and through the deeper layer of the gene keys, the line four is all about heart service. And when it's hurt, you can feel your heart close. It becomes very cold. Very cold. So much so that you have no feeling. You're numb. You can take anything. You can say anything. And it doesn't hurt you because there's this numbness around this closed heart. It's this numb, this cold feeling. And I can witness that now when it happens. If you're line four in your profile in human design, if you go through your human design chart and you look at every single gate activation and you see that you have a couple line fours or a lot of line fours, this is a tendency to close off. And this is nothing to be fixed. This is the way that you learned to protect yourself when you were younger. This is automatic. There is nothing to be fixed. There is nothing wrong. This just is. So having this awareness of this closing gives you the opportunity to notice when it happens. Have love and compassion for yourself and notice, wow, something's coming up here that is making me close. What is this? And then choosing to open and let yourself receive whatever it is that you're there to receive, whether it be pain, struggle, love, compassion. Let yourself receive it. Feel the feelings. The connection with creatives is because I have been luckily in the last, I would say, six, eight months last year, connecting deeply with the beautiful souls that decided or decide to let their creativity be their compass, be their voice, be their expression out into the world, even if it's at a professional level or if it's not at a professional level where they just connect in that space to connect with their feelings and with their body. Since I have been talking to and working with so many creatives, this awareness gave me how close I was. It gave me this awareness of how I had lost my creativity because of conditioning of trying to make it in the world and being successful in what I do in the world. It has given me the opportunity to step into my fears of using my voice, first with the podcast, using my voice with actually singing and chanting, using my voice with starting to write again, using myself as a catalyst for others to come through and start to use their voice in an authentic, unapologetic way. Within this process, I have witnessed layer upon layer upon layer of authenticity. And what does that mean? Layer upon layer of authenticity? We are so conditioned to be something, and we have conditioned ourselves to fit in, to be liked, to be valued, to be viewed as beautiful to be viewed as strong, to be viewed as successful, 
as a good parent, as a good partner, as a kind human being. We have made ourselves fit into these things because of the expectations and wants of the views of ourselves and others. I, I talk a lot about authenticity and how at first I wasn't being authentic. I do feel like that was the first layer. I was externally looking for validation and love from anyone that would give it to me because I didn't love myself. I didn't value myself. When people would tell me I inspired them, I would say thank you with numbness in my head saying, yeah, that's bullshit. I don't know what you see in me because I see absolutely freaking nothing. There is that validation external first. And I want to emphasize, there is no wrong in this aspect in where you are because we fluctuate in this journey. So there is that, that first with that, that validation of external. And then you realize, ah, you know what? I cannot be everything for everyone because I'm running myself thin. I don't even know who I am because I'm trying to make everyone else happy. So tuning into yourself, self-realization practices like yoga or meditation or just reflecting and having time in the morning for yourself gives you the opportunity to connect with your inner knowing. And then you start to hear, you start to listen to these things. Or if you don't listen yet, you at least get nudges. Then when you start to do the action of certain aspects, you start to say, wow, you know what? I'm, I'm stepping into my authenticity. I'm more authentic now. I'm putting myself first. I'm not prioritizing everyone's other feelings before my own. I'm not running myself ragged, trying to make everyone else happy. I'm using my own space. So I'm authentic. And you feel good. And yet there's other layers of authenticity. Because if you think about the layers upon layers upon layers of belief or layers upon experiences or conditioning, there are layers upon layers of authenticity that have to be removed. Wherever you're at now, you are being your authentic self. But if you continue your work and in five months, you're something totally different. You're still your authentic self. It's at a deeper level. Within human design, within the gene keys, and within yoga, everything is surrounded by the number seven. It takes seven years of deconditioning, seven years of yoga, seven years of study in human design, seven years of contemplation with the gene keys. Seven years. Seven comes up a lot because it takes seven years for our body to regenerate each cell and renew each cell. We are a new person every seven years. That is why our taste buds change every seven years. Seven is a number that we can use as a way to notice the shift in what we're doing. But it is not like this magic oh, I've been doing my work for seven years and then magically I'm deconditioned because we're constantly growing and evolving every day. It's truly about the journey of being in the moment and appreciating where you're at in each and every moment and loving yourself where you're at 
in each and every moment, not for that end result, because that end result will only come on your last day on this planet. That's the end result. It is about how you be in every moment, how you experience yourself in every moment, how you love yourself in every moment, how you love others, how you judge yourself, how you judge others in every moment. And always having that love and compassion for those moments when you're stressed, for those moments that you're sick, for those moments that you are overwhelmed and you do judge. It's okay. We're human. It is the awareness of that moment and having compassion for yourself and saying to yourself, wow, I must be really exhausted or stressed because I just judged that person. I still love that person. I still love myself. Take a breath, pause, and move through it. Instead of getting wrapped up in, I have grown none because now I'm still judging, which a lot of people tend to do. Creatives give us their magic of their love, of their passion, of their self-expression. They give this to us freely from their heart, from their soul. And then you have to understand that when a person gives from their heart and their soul and their, their love, how vulnerable is that? What a beautiful thing to give, their vulnerability. That doesn't mean that all creatives do this wholeheartedly 100% because there is that fear still. What if their music is rejected and no one listens? What if no one likes their art? What if no one listens to their music? What if no one reads their poems or reads their books? It is vulnerable. Think of the energy they put out into the world and the energy that they receive. I fully believe that you have to trust the process of giving and receiving. You cannot be a person that receives all this money or gifts from someone else, but doesn't give. Financially, you may give energetically, but if you're hoarding your money and not giving financially and not supporting other people, how is that giving and receiving? And it's the same with energy. If you give with energy and constantly someone's receiving and not giving back, it is the same thing, but different modalities. So trusting that process of giving and receiving, letting that creative flow happen, letting the feelings come up, expressing through those feelings and trusting that you're going to receive from humanity, from those that see you. And not conforming yourself to what you feel like everyone else wants so that you make that money or bring in that energy. What if you could trust that you'd be supported and do things the way that you truly wish that you could do them or want to do them so that you're supported in your authenticity and let yourself continue to grow in that way. This number seven with deconditioning is an ever-evolving process. I have been on my journey of self-realization, healing, trauma release work, since 2012. 
So for quite a long time, and I have changed a lot. There was a lot of layers that I moved through to get where I am today, and I'm continuing to do that. It is exciting. It is exhausting. It's fulfilling. It gives me love and compassion. It gives me strength. It gives me vulnerability. It gives me courage. It gives me excitement. It gives me purpose. It gives me deep, deep connections with those I'm able to then guide others on this journey. If you are a person that feels numb, if you are a person that feels closed off, if you're a person that feels empty, if you're a person that doesn't want to feel, that pushes away fear, anger, pain, even love, then I recommend finding some silence for yourself and asking yourself, what is it that you're afraid of? What's keeping you here? And then asking yourself, what if I could face this? What would my life be like? The tip here is you honestly don't know the magic of what your life will be like. It's only what you know already in your mind that you will come up with this answer. Meaning, the only thing that you come up with will be from what you've already experienced within your mind. But the possibility is so much more. When you open up to the possibility, that is when magic of life happens. I'm shifting into creativity, into bringing more creatives in this space and sharing their journey, sharing their story, sharing their struggles, going into their charts as far as conditioning. I am working with those that feel like either you've lost your creativity, you want to connect with your creativity at a deep level, or you are creative. I have an option for an intro liberate your voice. But this is not just liberating your voice. It's liberating your self-expression, which then is your voice because you bring that out into the world in some way or form, either through writing or singing or music or whatever it is. It's still your voice. It's your expression that you bring out into the world. So I have an introductory session that is a beautiful session where you receive so much. You not only receive in your chart, you also receive a video on what the chart is all about. You receive a video on the gene keys, as well as human design, as well as an assessment on your centers, on where you're conditioned the most. And then a 35-minute call with me, where we dive into the assessment, we focus on where you're conditioned and how you can start bringing awareness to that so that you can start to shift that conditioned state so that you can step more into your creativity. That is the intro session. There is also a deep dive session that is two hours long where we come together and you also receive all of that information that I just talked about with the Liberate Your Voice. This is for those that really want to have those deep conversations going into the unconscious, the conscious, the channels, the astrology, all the things that can really go into depth in that way. So there's those two aspects, the Liberate Your Voice introductory session and the Liberate Your Voice deep dive. I will put a link in the show notes so that you can take a look at what that's all about and the pricing. 
Also, I do have the prosperity codes free. So that is in the show notes as well. That is looking at each one of the gates through the lens of prosperity. We all experience prosperity in different ways. It doesn't go into the gene keys, but it does go into each one of the gates and how we feel prosperous. I also have the human design introductory session if you want to just go over your chart in in that way. So I can put that in the show notes too. The way that we bring ourselves out into the world and our authenticity is an ever-evolving way of being. Where you are now is your authentic self. And if you choose to go into the work of human design, or if you choose to go into the gene keys, or if you choose to bring in these modalities, then each and every moment you do shift, your authenticity shifts, you change. But you have met people in life where they are the same because they aren't doing the work. So my question is, do you want to grow and evolve and shift and live to the pe- potential of what you could be within your authenticity? Or do you want to stay in your box of safety? There's no right or wrong. Wherever you're at is right for you right now. And maybe you do want to stay in that box of safety, but I'm seeing that there's the possibility of an and that maybe one day you'll come back to this or you'll reach out to me and say, you know what? I stayed in my box of safety for so long. I listened to this podcast and now I'm ready. It's all about seeding. There's no judgment if you're ready or if you're not. Wherever you are at right now is for you. If there's a twinge of excitement or fear that's making you say, hmm, then I suggest looking at the Liberate Your Voice or the intro session. If you have questions about which one is right for you, please reach out to me because we can definitely chat about that too so I can go into more detail. But you can always go into the landing pages and also see what everything entails. This journey of life is what we choose to do with it. So I'm asking you, what are you choosing? My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.